Good evening, Don't Unfriend Me Nation, episode 446 of the Don't Unfriend Me show slash Breaking Truth. My name is Matthew Spear. I'm the host of Don't Unfriend Me. Feels good to be with you tonight. I'm pretty excited to do tonight's show. Pete Buttigieg, he's under the wire, and not because he decided to go ahead and ride an SUV about uh, a quarter of a mile away from where he worked and then take out uh, some bikes and then ride to work in the illusion that he cares about the environment or when he decides to take a military jet on personal business or neglect to go to East Palestine, Ohio, while a transportation secretary's responsibility with a giant train crash, we would expect him to go ahead and take care of that. So he's under some hot water. A citizen journalist decided to go ahead and approach him. I've told you how I feel about this, the anonymity of politicians versus uh, the, their right to privacy and not on all of this other stuff. We're going to cover it tonight. And I'm going to show you a little bit of the contradiction and hypocrisy that the left always seems to do. We'll talk about Donald Trump's visit to Ohio. It should be a good show tonight. Stick around right after this message from Eli Crane, Congressman from Arizona. Hey, Matt, congratulations on your success, brother. And uh, I really appreciate you giving, you know, both sides, you know, and just pe free speech, the opportunity to have a platform, dude. Got it. You got it. Thanks for everything you've done for this country, Eli. We'll talk next time. Tell Jen hello, and I'll have this ready in a couple of hours, and you can uh, share it and take a look. I thank you, man. Thanks, brother. All right. Bye-bye. Look him up if you have not had a chance to see what Eli Crane is doing in Washington. It's pretty cool stuff. Folks, we're talking about Pete Buttigieg, and with no further ado, we'll get there. At The Dumb Show is where we're at. That's our handle. You can see us live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Also do a recorded show at 8.30 um, live, and then do a recorded show usually around 8 o'clock, 8.30. That'll post on all the social media channels and podcasts. If you have a problem finding us, go to thedumbshow.com. It has all the links, the shirts, the hat, everything else you need, and I'm a walking billboard. Let's get to it. Pete Buttigieg, and all of the drama going on with East Palestine, Ohio. The first thing I want to do is know that the Democrats are losing their minds because a citizen journalist, to be named later, simply approached Pete Buttigieg on the street. Now, I've got some feelings about this, and I'm going to walk you through what I think. But first, the Democrats have a very, very large set of cojones to cry foul about anyone being approached. Now, I didn't include all the clips. I'm just going to give you a brief snippet. This doesn't include all the dinners. This doesn't include being scream at in bathrooms. I mean, Republicans have been taking crap for four and a half years and longer from Democrats. We need to understand that there is a balance here. And Pete Buttigieg may have a little bit of pressure put on him to make an account for his actions, but it's nothing compared to what the Democrats have done. Here is a video showing you. I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemy. About four years about four and a half years, right when Donald Trump was elected in 2016, all the way up to George Floyd, unrest, 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 with the Democrats not calling it out, posting bail for some of these people. Obviously, it wasn't January 6th, and it was a bunch of Trump supporters, because that is a completely different story. Of the state. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite. 
It probably says the same place where you're actually not supposed to sexually harass women, but Cuomo, I'm not sure. And peaceful. We have to stop demonizing people and realize the biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. And white women who happen to be your co-hosts, as we just learned. I hope that suspension's going well, Don. I don't know if you're going to have a job when you get back. But anyway, oh, this should be fun. We've got a wonderful woman, Ilan Omar, here. Maybe Rashid Tlaib and AOC will come out, too. I would say uh, uh, our, our country should be more fearful um, of, of, of white men across our country. Oh, that's lovely. Oh. Punch some people in the face. I love Stranger Things. Why is this guy? Oh, never mind. Does every actor have to speak and ruin it for me? Oh, it's Snoop Dogg. I don't care. His music sucked for years now. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant. Is that James Brown? Oh, no. It's Maxine Waters calling for violence against Republicans. In a department store at a gasoline station. You get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome. I want you to remember that quote when we, when we get to Pete Buttigieg. I just, just put it in your craw, folks. Done by a commission or the city council, not a mob in the middle of the night throwing and it into the harbor. People will do what they do. I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. Yeah, she's not in jail. <laughs> no insurrection there. I guess it's because she wasn't wearing a pink vagina hat this time. It's black. I guess they're going tactical. This winner. I'm not even going to say anything. The fact that she got canceled. I Listen, I don't believe in cancel culture, but this one, Kathy Griffith, perfect. Thank you. Make sure she can't afford anything ever again. Nice bow. Her three-year-old child. And I will never stop saying, not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. Yeah, they backpedaled on that sucker, didn't they? Does anyone believe there'll be less violence in America? Donald Trump is reelected? No, I think we all knew that there would have been plenty of violence in America if Donald Trump was elected. But alas, he wasn't. Here's my take. And I'm going to go ahead and give you just a very impartial look at politicians are like any other public figure. They have a certain degree of scrutiny placed upon them by the public and the media. We know this. And this scrutiny is necessary to ensure that politicians are accountable for their actions and decisions and that they act in the best interest of their constituents and the country as a whole. However, it is also important to respect politicians' right to privacy. We all have that inherent right. Everyone, regardless of their occupation or status, has the right to privacy and to keep certain aspects of their lives private. Politicians are no exceptions. I know, I know, but they aren't. But that being said, politicians do hold a position of public trust and responsibility, and they have a duty to act in a transparent and accountable manner. When politicians engage in actions that are contrary to their public duties, or when they engage in behavior that is illegal or the impropriety or unethical nature, the public has a right to know about it and say something. In such cases, cases politicians may lose some of their expectations of privacy, as their actions may have a significant impact on the public and the country. 
However, this does not mean that all aspects of a politician's lives should be subject to public scrutiny. It is important to strike a balance between the public's right to know and a politician's right to privacy. Now, that is the safe answer. It is logical, and it is very balanced and very responsible of this Don't Unfriend Me show host. Now for the other side. You've got to be freaking kidding me. Pete Buttigieg, here's your video. You're on candid camera. Secretary, what do you have to say? Hi, how are you? Jenny Chair at the Daily Caller News Foundation. What do you have to say to the folks in Ohio? I want you to listen to the condescending tone of Pete Buttigieg. Now, I have someone in my family who talks just like this guy and so condescending, and I can't stand it. Nothing worse than passive aggressivism. I'm all about just be aggressive, right? If you don't like someone, just tell them. There's no big deal. You don't need to be passive aggressive. Obviously, Pete, uh, you know, in, in his stroll to his chariot, feels that this peon is encroaching upon his you know, day of celebration and long, hard work, riding his bike 150 feet. But unfortunately, that's not the way this works. She has every right as press to approach you and have a conversation with you. Now, she was polite. She was cordial. There's nothing wrong with what she did in the sense of her job. She was even very amicable at the end of it. But Pete's condescending tone is in a long litany in line of politicians not being respectful to anyone who challenge or disagrees with them. Very much different than what we just saw in the video with Democrats. But let's go ahead and wrap this one. East Palestine, who are suffering right now. Well, I'd refer you to about a dozen interviews I've given today. And uh, if you'd like to arrange a conversation, uh, make sure you reach out to our press office. But I'm not have that conversation with you. Just walk you don't have a message here. for them? I do, and I shared it with the press many times today. Mm-hmm. I'd refer you to those comments. Do you mind sharing it with us? No, I'm going to refer you to the comments that I made to the press because uh, right now I'm taking some personal time and I'm walking down the street. Are you going down there? <clears throat> What's up? Are you going down there at all? Um, yeah, I am. When are you going? Uh, I'll share that uh, when I'm ready. Okay, talk thank down the you. Street. Can I get a photo? Yeah. Can I get a photo? What? Pete Buttigieg, Mayor Pete, America's dads, the great salmon protector. I bike from 150 feet. Pete was treated with mocking disdain today. Oh, the horror be still. Clutch my pearls. This guy wanted to be president. And why would you want to take somebody's picture? She really isn't that hard to find. Took me all of just a couple of seconds to find her. Jenny Terre works with the Daily Caller. She said that. She isn't a stalker. You had no reason to take her photo. And what is your intention? Classify her as a domestic terrorist? Don't you think that it's a little inappropriate for a grown man to be taking a photo of a woman? Isn't that almost like an inadvertent threat? No? Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if the foot was on the other shoe. Or if the shoe was on the other foot. It doesn't matter. Pete is, though, going Thursday to East Palestine, Ohio, but not before waiting for three weeks and having a quiet evening drink, clean water and free of potential cancer-causing chemicals. It must be nice. But then, yet again, as always, because this is all they tend to do, is make fun of President Trump. President Trump showed up, spoke to the fire department, spoke to some of the first responders. 
And all he did was show up and try to make a difference in East Palestine. They made fun of him. And then after that, he went to McDonald's. And of course, they made fun of that. I guess there wasn't a Ruth Chris Steakhouse nearby because when you live in a small town, you take what you can get. Uppity elitists have no concept about how the people there probably appreciate him actually showing up, you know, like Joe and Pete failed to do. Speaking of pictures, I've got a few for you for Mayor Pete since he is an avid collector. And instead of snapping pics of a citizen journalist and being as condescending as Don Lamont was to his female peers, because you are not above any citizen, Peter, maybe just maybe. You can take these images to heart and for once do your job. Folks, that's it for me tonight. Curse words and all. I'll probably bleep that one out. Thanks for joining me at The Dumb Show. You can follow me if you would not mind. I would appreciate it. And go pick up some hats, some shirts, some coffee over at thedumbshow.com. Also, this amazing flag behind me is made by pfcflags.com. Good friends Katie and Jason made this, and they make custom American-made flags and a whole bunch of other stuff. Go stop by pfcflags.com and take a look. Last but not least, I'll see you tonight at 8.30. And remember, I go out like I always do with the Veteran Crisis Hotline. Mental health is extremely important. Our veterans are important. Please listen to the following message and reach out to a vet if you think they need help. God bless, and I'll see you tonight, and if not, tomorrow. I'm David Boreanis with the Cast the Seal team, and we have an important message for returning vets. We want you to know if you're struggling to cope, there's help and it's just a phone call away. The Veterans Crisis Line is staffed with experienced professionals who know your struggles. There's no greater sacrifice in service to our country. We're able to enjoy our freedoms because of it. Your service is important. You are important. For vets and their families, the Veterans Crisis Line is here to help 24 hours a day. Please call.